I will bend over. I will make him get on his hands and knees, pucker up in front of the entire world, and I'll make him kiss me. Welcome to Cheap Podcast, episode number 47. This is the unprofessional podcast about professional wrestling. I am your host, Dave Russian Chain Rudden. I have three guests with me today. Uh, Henry Too Sweet Gilbert. Uh, Brett News Barrett. <laughs> <laughs> and joining us again. Uh, Carolyn Crushing it. <laughs> I don't know. I like that. Carolyn Crush. Yeah, there you go. Uh, we just watched Extreme Rules 2015. Mm-hmm. Uh, here to talk about uh, what we thought of each match. Um, the card was better than I thought it would be. Like when you look at that list of matches, there's like maybe one or two that I was super into, and one of them got canceled at the last <laughs> minute. Uh, but yeah, when it, when it came time to like go through the whole thing, I, th- I think it's better than it should have been yeah mm-hmm. definitely had uh no momentum going in yeah and then it was surprisingly mm-hmm. good for the yeah. zero expectations yeah i was worried it was going to feel like a slightly important raw but yeah. it ended up feeling like a an above average b pay-per-view yeah and extreme rules i think like over the last few years it's had this stigma of like oh it's uh wrestlemania rematches but now you can uh use it, chairs yeah uh but there weren't that many of the. There weren't many WrestleMania rematches on the show. Yeah, I actually, mean, I guess there were two big yeah. ones. Yeah. Uh, but fortunately, the opening match wasn't a rematch because Daniel Bryan was too injured. Uh, it was Neville versus Bad News Barrett on the pre-show. Uh, but good for Boy. Neville to have like a pay-per-view match. He, he started yes. his full his first match as a full-time WWE guy was the night after WrestleMania, and he's already getting, uh, albeit a pre-show match, he still had a match. A very good match again. I thought it was a real good match against against bad news. Mm-hmm. And uh, but let me talk about the Brian thing real quick. That they didn't they didn't strip him of the title. Yeah, that's good. So tells me they at least think he'll be back soon. Yeah. Though we are recording this before Raw, so if we're gonna have one of those surprise Edge yeah. Raw retirements, then uh, I'm gonna look yeah. really un <laughs> I'm gonna look real incorrect. But we might save it for King of the Ring on Tuesday. Whatever please, that is. Please, please, Brian, be okay. <laughs> please, Daniel. But yeah, the match was fine. It was yeah. real good. Like, uh, Bad News got to do some cool moves. He got mm. to use his, uh, what was it? No, it's not White Noise. Wasteland. Wasteland, yeah. I hadn't seen him break out Wasteland in a while. I'm a little concerned. that I've watched like three Neville matches in the last mm-hmm. month, and they all have the same spots. He does mm-hmm. the, the quick flip across the ring as like, a recovery yeah, the foot clan uh, flip. yeah he'll do that and then he's gonna do 
dive, you know, flip yeah. over the top rope onto someone outside outside the ring, and then he'll end with the red arrow. And it's like, hmm. I've seen these exact three things, almost in the same order. But yeah. they're all so cool. They're very cool, <laughs> yeah. but I'm, it, I don't know. I did like how the ending played with, like, he was going for the red arrow. He got, like, crotched on the ropes. Bad News Barrett went for the elbow, missed it while he was still on the ropes. Yeah. And then he kicked him, and then he did the red arrow. Yeah. Huh. It was a good it was a good finish sequence. I I think too like they are trying to keep his matches simpler still just to like partially to teach the audience like this is what this guy does. And yeah. so maybe they can mix it up more later. Like definitely some of his last matches in NXT were just amazing, but I like took Adrian Neville for mm-hmm. uh for granted because he I was just like, yeah, he's always great, but I really wanted, you know, Sami Zayn to win or I was more interested in mm-hmm. Finn or Owens. But then to see but then I'd always remember, you know, Neville could do amazing things. Mm-hmm. Like his match with Finn Balor on the last uh, takeover was oh, inc- incredible. Going back to the Daniel Bryan thing, though, I was wondering, thinking about that this today, and I mentioned earlier whether wrestlers ever like showgirl each other <laughs> and like push the other down the stairs to take the spotlight, or in wrestling in the ring, like actually do a move like really roughly for real yeah. and not hold, not pull back their punches in order to like kind of get someone out of the spotlight and. Does that happen? Yeah, I think it does. I mean, yeah. I, I, I told you that I had read this interview with um, CM Punk where he was talking about it, where he says he's looking forward into the in the UFC because there someone is trying to hit you as hard as they can and they mean it. While meanwhile, somebody's supposedly in WWE trying to not hurt you. But if they do do something that hurt you, then it's a real mind F hmm. because you're thinking, did this person just screw up? Uh, did they hit harder than they mean to, or did they really mean to hit me that hard and they're trying to mess me up and yeah. then they're just claiming ignorance of like, oh man, I'm sorry, even though really they wanted to risk injuring you so they could move up and make a million dollars or something, you know? So yeah, I think that, I do think that goes on a lot. Like who knows how many times that's happened like behind the scenes. And then you've got a dude like Daniel Bryan who has wrestled so hard, like he... He pushes himself so yeah. hard as a wrestler, and now at at age thirty, like three or four, it's catching up with him, and that's very unfortunate. Like that he he had all these good years of being underused and not injured, yep. and then when they're finally like, yeah, all right, let's really use you, man. That's when his body gives out. It's mm-hmm. just it's it's a bummer town, and also just like his terrible luck. Like that last Bad year was timing, yeah. Last year was one of the best years of his life and the worst years of his life. That he. He won WrestleMania. He won it. And the, he's number one. He finally made it. But at the start of the year, like going into WrestleMania, he's starting to feel his injury. Then he wins a championship, gets married the next week, and his father dies that weekend, like yeah. out of nowhere. It was like a shocking death. Like an RKO. <laughs> yes, like an <laughs> RKO. <laughs> Uh, from the from the Grim Reaper, um, and uh, and and then his injury gets bad, and they can't figure it out. And then also like his dog died, and oh, and, and then that, it, so but it, it it had been an old dog. He'd had him for a while, and but still, and, and people broke into his house, and mm-hmm. like, uh, it, yeah, he had a nuts year. All that'll be in his new book, which I'm I want to get guys, listeners. <laughs> if you know people who can get me a review copy of Daniel Bryan's uh. book. Which comes out in two months. I'd be very happy. I've tried can't sending stuff to their press and they've not replied to me. I forgot who mentioned that 
this is a weird segue. I forgot who mentioned that both guys in this match had capes. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I did. That should have been a stipulation. Like, yeah. loser has to never wear a cape again. Loser, lose the, <laughs> loser, loser has to wear two capes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's front, the, front and yeah. back. Yeah. Cape like, leaves town match. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so let's move on to the next match, which uh, Wikipedia has listed as a 56-minute and 10-second match between <laughs> Dean Ambrose yeah, and right. Luke Harper <laughs> in a Chicago street fight. That was is, great. Yeah. Uh, it, I think all the matches were pretty good. There, there weren't really any. The thing that surprised me most is that there were none tonight that were like completely boring. Yeah. There were none that were like, eh, let's get this over with. I... I was t- checking my phone more in some matches than others, but there was no match that was like terrible. Yeah, this one I liked just because when they went to the car and drove off, I'm like, it didn't it didn't go anywhere really crazy with it, but it mm-hmm. reminded me of sometime in the '90s or early 2000s when I would randomly flip to see, oh, what is happening on wrestling, and yeah. it would be some Attitude Era, yeah, the weird like five minutes where it was tolerable. Mm-hmm. And it would, and it was some crazy spot, and we'd all be talking about it, and it'll be gift and remembered for years. And I was like, oh, maybe this will be one of those things. And I was like, oh, that's cool, that's exciting. Yeah. They, and then it didn't really happen, but it was still mm-hmm. like, I mean, they did have the uh, the new day. Yeah, that uh, was funny. Ambrose interference. I like them just arrive. So. Like you, yeah. it had been long <laughs> enough that you did forget about them, <laughs> yeah. and then they showed up. I was hoping they would like. Either be gone until raw, yeah. <laughs> and then they the car would just come in on the ramp, <laughs> yeah. and like they would both spill out, or they would just keep cutting back to like live shots, or even a pre 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 made package that they did over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Although I don't know how you would hide that yeah. in in Chicago. There's cause... like one member of the WWE writing staff who has like a major in screenwriting. He's like, no, you need to save this for the third act. Yeah, <laughs> uh... but yeah, they wrestle their way back to the ring and finish it in the ring, and that. Dean finally got a win. Yeah. Like, that was yeah. great, too. Burial and chairs was cool. I kind of like that. It almost felt like a table's ladder. There were no ladders on this yeah. uh, show, but this felt like a TLC pay-per-view mm-hmm. almost. Kind of. But, uh, yeah, it was, it, was, it was cool. And it had the, the cartoonish aspects to Dean's matches that I had been missing for a while, yeah. where, where Dean will just, like, show up in a cab or have a hot dog cart or just, you know, run away in a, in a train. Like jump off. <laughs> yeah. Now I can add jump off an SUV to that yeah. list. I like that stuff. That's, that's what made people like him. They were just losing respect for him because he could not close the deal. Couldn't mm-hmm. close the deal. But Harper was also real good. Like, yeah. but Harper's always great. Yeah. So let's move on to the next match. Uh, Carolyn. It was the kiss, oh, kiss, man. Me, kiss me arse match. I'm Arsha still, I'm pre- still pretty upset about this. <laughs> Ziggler won though. Yeah, that's which... good. I, I don't know how I have to. Yeah, to be fair, I have extremely mixed emotions about this. I'm super <laughs> happy that Ziggler won. That's mm-hmm. great. Um, but then it felt almost worse that they, you know, they let him yeah. win and then again rub his face in. Literally, I guess. The palest uh, ass in the world. Yeah. The, the, yeah. Seamus is the worst. Like, I guess the best <laughs> heel, but he's the one that I hate the most right now for so many reasons. Like, when that match ended, like, you know he was going to be a jerk about it. Yeah. But, like, just the levels of jerkiness where it's like, A, acting like it's a punishment to kiss Ziggler's godlike ass. <laughs> uh, like, the acting, the level of acting he had to do f- yeah. for that. And the, the fact that he was acting like he was so upset that yo he had to do it and then of course he was never gonna do it 
So, but I love the ref <laughs> there as well. Like, I'm gonna, who, I'm gonna try. To, I don't know. I'm gonna try to capture that and make that the opening yeah. uh, sound for this episode. Get back in there, kiss his ass. Didn't even, we're, didn't even bother saying arse. Like, yeah, yeah, was... he's gonna get a he's gonna get like a sternly worded memo tomorrow. Like, yeah. it's, we have to use arse, everybody. Uh, yeah, the we <laughs> trademarked arse, not we ass. Were, we were joking that like, oh yeah, the ref's gonna be like, you got to go in there and kiss that guy's ass, and then it cuts to the guy <laughs> leaning over towards. In between, you gotta get in there and kiss his ass. <laughs> well, and also that I like Dolph playing the character too. Yeah. Just oh, like yeah. he said, you wanted this, like yeah. you made this match. I didn't want you to kiss my ass, but I'm not kissing yours. So but also, Dolph knows he has a really great ass. So he's like, yeah. how many times can I like? How many can I? I'll, do, I'll go from the top. I'll go from the bottom. Like just you know, showing off his butt in so many different so ways. Long, yeah. Like, and a note to the WWE camera <laughs> crew, um, we've had so many close-ups over the years of like stuff that wasn't yeah. super nice to look at. Rikishi's ass over and over, super close-up. <laughs> no close-up of Dolph Ziggler's ass. It was all shot from the front, like pretty far away. Yeah. Like, I didn't uh, appreciate hello. that You're probably yeah. told not to face the hard camera. <laughs> That's yeah. a, not, there's no pun there. It's <laughs> what they call the camera facing yeah. the ring. Yeah. Uh, except for Seamus kind of faced it when he like eventually yeah. rubbed. Well, that was also how they chose to do it. I was like, I thought you were going to, like, Dolph at first teased the pull down, but then instead they just hike him up their pant, yeah. their butt instead yeah. and, and just expose a cheek. <laughs> and then poor Dolph, like, I think Dolph at least, like, I think he intentionally kept his head flat. When they showed the shot, I think he was, like, rubbing his forehead into his butt, not, yeah. His, yeah. not his mouth, oh, which yeah. is a, you know, a difference. <laughs> that's, that's fine. I think he retained his dignity pretty well. Yeah. And that's the other thing, too, is that, like, if, like, Seamus is the kind of guy that would make a huge deal out of that and, like, uh, have it be, like, a pride issue. But I feel like Dolph, for as, like, prideful or whatever as he is, he's not, like, the macho type to be, like, super upset or, uh, I, or I act feel like, like, oh, I'm gay now. Yeah, make, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this but is so good. And it's, it's pretty... like, Seamus did want it. He's yeah. the one who wanted it. <laughs> Yeah, this is uh, again just, uh, like a lot yeah. of matches in this in this pay per view. I feel like this will be resolved at payback. Yeah, yeah, because he needs so. payback for the you didn't kiss. Yeah, you did not kiss if, me, arse. Well, what about all the Twitter drama that maybe this is his <laughs> last? Uh... Yeah, no. so he's like, I hope not. Uh, like, yeah, some of the tweets he said is like, I think he has like five months left, and he kind of wants to be treated a little bit better than he's been treated before, which mm. he like. He deserves because, like, he's never had that same run at the top that even, like, Daniel Bryan didn't have a great run at the top. His was cut short by injury. Dolph Ziggler's kind of in the same spot, but he's been around even longer and has been, like, more reliable. Mm -hmm. So it makes sense that, like, he he could, like, have that same sort of CM Punk. I mean, you guys have been mistreating me for years and you've uh, been wasting me my talent. Like, Yeah. yeah. And. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if he just yeah in five months that I don't need this. Like yeah. I can, I'll just be an actor and stuff. And, and he had to take a punch in the balls. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Right yeah. now, like that yeah. sucks. Like no, that does really suck. Yeah, yeah. and, and I, a broke <laughs> kick, which are like not nice. Those like, are two like relics of like late nineties WWE that I was surprised to see. Like literally, like full butt cheeks and someone getting <laughs> groined. Both yeah. are things like those don't happen anymore. In it did feel WWE. like an Attitude Era match in that way. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, Carol and I both when he like when when Ziggler st- like pulled out his drawstrings from inside like and started a new one. I was like, ooh, is that, that, 
Like, like oh, this, is, this isn't funny, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. That was a really good point that you made. It's like, oh, the reason they have to cut away from it is because it's not actually yeah, funny. Yeah, this like- is not comedic. Like, it's, <laughs> it's just a very handsome guy <laughs> taking off his clothes. It's like, yeah. Right, Seamus gets to goof it up with the, like, oh, look at my butt. Nobody I got to, a pale arse. Nobody wants to see that. And is like constantly deflating Mohawk. That was good. Yeah. Uh, the match itself was fine. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. It was good. I like, well, I like the surprise pins like that because that protects Seamus in a way. I just assumed Seamus wasn't going to lose his first match back. Yeah. But that surprise pin is like, ah, it's a fluke. He yeah. just wasn't careful. It was a, it was a lucky one. It wasn't like he hit the zigzag on him and pinned him. You know. Yeah. That would have been nice to see. So let's move on to the next match, which was WWE Tag Team Championship match. Uh, Tyson Kidd and Cesaro versus New Day. This Woo. might have been my favorite one of the night. Yeah, I think it, so. I, yeah. And I can't believe like what they did. I hope they like upgraded it because if that was on the pre-show, that would have been almost like a waste. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. But it was a, it was a great that, match. And that way they were lucky Daniel Bryan. We were all lucky Daniel yeah. uh, in Daniel Bryan's injury because it got this on the main show. Yeah. Great match. Big E trucking through people. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Cesaro doing various feats of strength. It was just that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, everybody was on point. And Xavier Woods is great as the heel manager oh, yeah. on the outside. Like, <laughs> why are you angry? <laughs> we're winning. <laughs> what is this? Like, that was all great. And, yeah. I mean, them turning their... I mean, it's what we talked probably on this very show about. Like, it was the Rocky, my, you know, yeah. the mm-hmm. die, Rocky, die thing. Where Rock comes out is just happy, clapping, smiley yeah. face guy. And it's like, everybody's going to hate this. And they I'll change it immediately to him turning on the crowd and being yeah. like, you're stupid. And they, and like WWE realizing this is Chicago. They love to like yeah. cheer for the people Cesaro that aren't appreciated. Especially. So yeah, they went nuts with uh kid and Cesaro, like yeah. the sharpshooter that they went crazy for that. Mm-hmm. Natalia decking Xavier Woods. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. the big swing. Like, a, yeah. Also, I love that. I, Natalia's outfits are getting better and better. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. She is like what we're saying, like Mortal Kombat character, <laughs> yeah, or yeah. like uh, Lady like, Legion of Doom. Lady Legion of Doom, and then like like <laughs> Streets of Fire, uh, a, yeah, motorcycle gang lady. I mean, that's the kind of like sexuality I like in in divas because she's. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a sexy outfit, but it it has like power to it. Yeah, uh, too. It's yep. it reminds me of Stephanie's outfit from SummerSlam. Yeah, yeah. It's not like Nikki Bella's sexy baseball player. Yeah. you know. Classic sexy baseball player. Yeah, it has style. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, the match was really great. Zara got to do all his like big strong guy spots, yeah. and then they got to sneak a win. And I also just like yeah. Kofi. First time Kofi's ever been evil. Yep. Yeah. First thing he's ever done in his like what eight year career in WWE yeah. was pulling somebody's tights for three seconds. <laughs> That's the meanest thing he's ever done. They had to zoom in on it. Just like the second. The second Cesaro looked away, I was like, no, Cesaro, you're in yeah. prime su- surprise yeah. roll-up position. Oh. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. And now they have a belt, and they have, like, genuine heat. And Pay- I like- it's, Again, sets it up for payback for a rematch. And I hope they do do... Do do. I hope they, they do <laughs> That was the, the arse match. Yeah. Because the- <laughs> of butts. Uh, the uh, the Freebird rule, where when there's a three-man tag team that has the belt, they can switch them out. Because oh. that's another good heel thing to do is like, mm-hmm. oh, well, Kofi injured his elbow last week. Well, uh, it turns out Xavier's in the match instead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are fun. And it helps you hate that. I, I think it is great for the New Day before they come out for them to like demand people be happy. <laughs> They're just like, we're here to be positive. Come yeah. on. We're trying to help you guys. Yeah. Now say it with me, new day sucks. What? How dare you yeah, say that? That's pretty good. Just they're they're acting like they hate it, even though like they yeah. 
I would I would like to think behind the scenes they're happy like okay we can recognize this reaction and know yeah. we want it and get more of it yeah. and yeah. feel fulfilled. Yeah. I well, wonder that's if, great because yeah. they take the I mean that's how it always works when you see the crowd turning on you you use go that. with the flow. And, yeah. Though I wonder if that's what WWE had in mind. Like back when they debuted them, like so. Vince McMahon thing, like, oh yeah, happy black man dancing team. <laughs> Everyone will love them. There's so much civil unrest in America. This will heal our ills. Yeah. I mean, yeah. All this positivity. Yep. It's yeah. probably not the best intentions when yeah. it started. If those, but... I mean, if those are the best, like, if you want to be nicest as we can about it, then their best intentions were. There's all this sad news. Let's yeah. have these happy guys and spread cheerfulness. But even if that's it, like it didn't work, like within yeah. a month, you knew it didn't work. And yeah. you yeah. were just like trapping these like one biggie who's an amazing talent. And the other two, uh, Kofi and Xavier, who are really good. You're just trapping them in this awful gimmick. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I, for, I don't know who tweeted it, but someone captured a image from the New Day entrance where it was a. An African African American father and son oh, yeah. looking yeah. so yeah. disappointed. That was great to see them. Yeah, but well, yeah, like I, I'm surprised that Tyson Kidd and Cesaro, two of my like top ten people on the roster, them losing the tag team titles uh, to that to the New Day. I didn't think I would like it, but the, just what the New Day has done recently. It was good. Yeah. yeah. As long as Cazaro sticks with it, I want to see yeah. at least a rematch. They don't have to win the titles back, but at least at least have a month of rematches. Yeah. And I like the. There's more face tag teams that deserve to get the belt at some mm-hmm. point, like Lucha Dragons, who just debuted and have been pretty great recently. Primetime players. They're now, they'll never get a title. Eh, I like to hold out hope. Yeah, I do like that the primetime players have become the truth tellers of yeah. WWE. I don't know if you guys have seen their uh-uh. things. Like They come out and talk crap about, in honest ways, yeah. about their opponents. Like I said about the New Day, they were making real comments about the new day including making fun of kofi kingston's chest yeah like a, a sunken <laughs> chest and then they also when they were talking about the uh, los matadors before they faced them they called them out for being really puerto rican and right. they're like who ever heard of a puerto rican bullfighter yeah. and, and then also they had uh slipped in a nice gay uh well I, a gay joke makes it sound negative but that is funny bit where they said, well, well is it, where, where's El Torito? And they pulled up this, like, rainbow teddy bear. Mm-hmm. And then he said, this ain't, El, this ain't El Torito. And then Darren says, I'm sorry, rainbow is my favorite color, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought it was fun. Yeah, it was nice. Moving on to the next match, the Russian chain match for the United States Championship, uh, Rusev versus Cena. This was mm-hmm. also alarmingly not as bad as I yeah. expected yeah, it was going to be. I love it. Yeah, it started out a little shaky, but... And then it was at yeah. least yeah. they planned a dramatic ending. And yeah. I got to say for the timing, one of my favorite bits in the timing was that it felt just so natural. The audience was chanting, we want Lana and you can't like plan for that. Yeah. And then she gets up like for the first time ever, she's like, they love me. And she stands up on the apron and is waving to the yeah. crowd. And that's when Rusev's like, get out of here, go back, go yeah, back. Like that's weird. It yeah. was it was just great timing for him to go like yeah get out of here like you're like I felt like he would send her to the back at some point but it was amazing timing yeah. for it I'm still yeah. waiting at some point this year Lana will come out in jorts and Cena gear <laughs> fulfill Christ. like the mm-hmm. the turn against oh my god <laughs> well she is she is actually an American yeah. like the whole Russian thing is an act for well her, but... no <laughs> I, I'm sorry to break kayfabe <laughs> no, here on this thing. 
Rusev actually likes his uh, his home here in America. <laughs> Isn't he in like Kentucky or something Virginia like, yeah. or something? They just bought a house together. Man, follow them one on of those Instagram. Where he, yeah, I actually or, don't want to follow them because like Rusev is still one of those people that like <laughs> you never you'd have you have to seek out him in mm-hmm. a non Rusev role because like they never show him him and you know mm-hmm. they never like break the character in the show. Yeah, it will be. It and will, if I see it, it helps keep that illusion when I only see him once a month and throwing things at people. Someday it'll happen where they'll like interview him for, you know, some best chair shots or whatever in WWE history show. And oh, he'll just yeah. be breaking character to say, yeah, that was a really cool time on that raw. <laughs> I thought it was great. Yeah. Regular Rusev accent. likes Rusev <laughs> like, yeah. Man, when I was drinking a glass of wine playing Rusev, <laughs> I thought to myself, hmm. Well, that's what I thought hurt Bray kind of, on the on the Paul Heyman special, which is great. But they had Bray talking. I was like, Bray, oh, wow. no, you don't do this. Like, you're <laughs> you're the crazy guy. You're huh. the crazy I haven't swamp seen him, man. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen him. Well, there were even videos of him, like, appearing on, like, the local weather, like, <laughs> and, like to promote the show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But under the Bray character. In the Bray character, but just like calm down. I see storm clouds <laughs> after <Okay>. seven. <laughs> uh, but yeah, match was good. It was Man. fine. But I, I but did... I don't like that match because the ending, the ending is like that's the end. He beat him twice. They don't need to wrestle again. Oh yeah. And that they are like that. They immediately like that night say nope. If you want to see the fourth real final John Cena match, you got to see the next pay per view. Like. Is that really going to get people to resubscribe that to see the I quit match between Rusev and Cena? Like, yeah, mm. it's almost like Cena's yeah, beat you twice. That's the end of the rivalry. You at least got one, just like uh, Wyatt last year. Mm. Is he going to lose three months in a row? Because that's, that's real bad for Rusev. And, yeah, and it's one of those things where yeah, it probably will happen because Cena's got the, the fucking T-shirt and uh, a two-month run with the U.S. title isn't so bad for Cena. It, Rusev could yeah. beat him by shenanigans. And Cena but does, also, but like yeah. they're not one. They're not Cena's not going to quit, and two, yeah. they're not Rusev's not going to quit. So it's like it's more yeah. like, well, what is the ending going to be? Yeah. Because they're not going to leave, mm-hmm. which suggests walk like, out of the room. He's going to lose, but he's tied in with the authority. So the the stipulation was Rusev has to quit. And he comes back as like Rusev or something. (laughs) I was just hoping he was simply going to join the authority and just say, okay, I'm done with John Cena. I'll join the authority. Yeah. Maybe that's what I would like is if they're trying to build something like, hey, you help me now. I'm your guy to stop Brock next time he decides to show yeah. up. I, I I can see next month being like a rerun of Mankind versus The Rock, where it's just Cena saying like I quit. <laughs> yeah. Over the loudspeakers. Yeah, like, but then John Cena wouldn't let such chicanery uh, stand. Yeah, you're right. Then we'd have a, like a fifth goddamn match yeah. between those two. <laughs> Though I, I did like how this match didn't end in any of the cliche ways that strap matches end, mm. which is like, it's usually one guy being carried over the shoulder of, of the other guy. And then he taps all the, the current turnbuckles and they didn't notice. This was like, they both knew and they both ran for that last one. That started to happen briefly, like midway through the yeah. match. And I was like, Nope, Nope. This is, yeah. is this, is this going to happen? And then it's like, Oh, whew, okay. They, they literally have lights on the that. turnbuckles now. So you yeah. can avoid that, that, <laughs> that ending. Yeah. But yeah. All right, match. It was fun. Up next was for the Divas Championship, Nikki Bella versus Naomi. It's uh, also fun. Yeah, yeah that was pretty Naomi much. with yeah. new music 
and uh, shoes. new shades. Like and the shoes. And those, yeah, the which shoes apparently were... changed colors during the match. I didn't notice it. Yeah, but... the oh, shoes man. were cool. Uh, we did. Someone did point out that, that entrance was a little close to Sasha Banks. Yeah, for, our, for my taste. Yeah, she had the Sasha Banks glasses, and she definitely had like the kind of boss-ish confidence, but. Mm-hmm. There's only one boss. Yeah. No. That's Sasha Banks. But all, for all of that, why didn't she just win? Like, at this yeah. point, like, so Nikki wins this month. Well, I, I, I think, know. I mean, I, I think, again, I keep mentioning this, but I feel like this happened last year where payback was like a bunch of repeats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think what they were trying to do here was Naomi's got a little push. Yeah. Get her on a pay-per-view with a title match. If this goes well and the audience reacts, maybe yeah. we move you to the title at payback because we'll just set this up for a return. But then Paige might be back by then. Yeah, Paige back? Paige back. back. Huh? I don't know. But yeah, it, it was good. <laughs> I, I like I yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's hard to tell like who's supposed to be the heel and yeah. who like I feel oh, like especially yeah. with the Bellas like are they heels are they not heels like because they were so, acting like good guys yeah well Nikki definitely was which yeah. which oh, just already doesn't make sense yeah. because she's been a bad guy for eight nine months she's and then, the one who wished her sister had died in utero yeah so yep. and but then they made up I guess off camera and never told yeah. anybody blood's thicker than water with the yeah, there we go that the end it. that's all they said uh, <laughs> but it's like what water. I'm not convinced that, again, this might be just like delusion m- making sense of bad writing, but it's like, I don't know that Nikki saw Brie step in to get the distraction and uh-huh. then Nikki pins because Nikki might just be like, I did it, I beat her. But then tomorrow on Raw or, you know, yesterday on Raw, depending on when you're <laughs> listening to this, then she might be like, what? You helped me? Bra, 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 bra. Wasn't she giving Brie the look, though? I felt like that camera angle, they had a camera angle to make it sh- sh- clear Nikki just looked at Bree to like say through with her eyes, "I need your help." Yeah, um, I had a feeling that was it. But yeah, it, neither of them were completely good or bad because like Naomi just became like the upset diva who was just like, "I should be this. I've been doing this for this long, and they haven't yeah. helped me." And blah blah blah. And which is like what Alicia Fox was, yeah, off and on. Which is too bad because I liked Alicia Fox. Alicia Fox was actually so good as like the completely off the wall yeah. character who just would like. What was the one thing she did? She grabbed. She pour like soda on like she, announcers and stuff. Yeah, once she. I remember one time she grabbed JBL's hat and then like <laughs> stood on the barricade and then just put her head back and just poured coke all over <laughs> her face and just <laughs> acted nuts. Like that's what I loved about Alicia. Like yeah. and then they, she just kind of stopped doing that. I don't know. This is the post AJ world of uh of the divas. Yeah, I which think. is like I guess they 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 had a longer match, slightly longer. Yeah, and uh, there were actually like kickouts and like mm-hmm. a a. a and there's intrigue, but it's also yeah. like you ha- you made a match where nobody can tell. Yeah, they should have at what least had affiliation. These people, like these like the, divas, like, have like are they yeah. face? Or are they heel? Naomi Who's was what? supposed to be the yeah. heel because she cheated sort of to get there. She yeah. was definitely more openly mean in the weeks yeah. leading up to. Yeah. This. But then they cheated to win, so you're just like I, I don't know, I don't get it. Yeah. But sometimes faces can cheat to win if it feels like it's been earned. Like, hey, this other person's been cheating the whole time, so we just cheated back. But that wasn't the case. Naomi didn't do anything heelish during the match itself, right? No. She was just kind of, like, full of herself on the way to the ring. Yeah. But then was totally nice when it was in. Uh, not totally yeah. nice, I mean, but like she played yeah. fair. Like yeah. yeah, that was classic evil uh, Bella Twin magic. Like yeah. that was, but well, not to, they can't really do that anymore. But uh, eh, 
It was, but it was a it was a good match with muddy characters. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's move on to the next match, the last man standing match between <laughs> Roman Reigns and Big Show, which was better than I thought it would be. Better than I, anyone expected. I, yeah. I, I think yeah. I think we all collectively wanted it to be over in like two minutes, and yeah. just like uh, Roman like, Rain, Roman Reigns spears him. 10, 10 seconds and through then, the core of the yeah. earth and yeah. disintegrates yeah. him. I was like, I never want to see this again. They were they were feuding before WrestleMania, and then when WrestleMania was over, now feud again. Let, we still got unfinished business. And the only thing that I enjoy this match way more than I thought I did. The only thing that will darken it after the fact is if this isn't the end. If they still, yeah. if they rekindle it again on Raw, Big Show's like, <laughs> no way, man, you didn't really beat me, but at Payback, I'm going to get you, uh. and you'll see Payback's a bitch. We're going to have an I also quit match. Yeah, <laughs> something. But but yeah, when he gets like speared through the barricade, speared through a table, yeah. table, another table thrown on him, it's like, this was all pretty good, and Show was actually like, Doing moves he never does, and mm. like trying and lifting his legs ever. Yeah, and I don't I, know, I standing seen... and walking. It was great. <laughs> like, <didn't... laughs> I haven't seen Big Show try that hard in a very long time. It was, yeah. it was fun. Like even even at WrestleMania, like WrestleMania this year, he was kind of trying in that he stayed in that battle royal for. He stood the outside whole in the heat for twenty minutes. Yeah, boy, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I could have done that. But uh, but this one was him doing a real match, and he was also. You know, he worked hard to make Roman look good, and I think right. Roman he did, did look good. And Roman looked strong. That's he all did. Yeah. He also had the great, like, first 20, well, not 20 minutes, the first, like, 10 minutes of that match was him, like, no, no tables. <laughs> that was so yeah, funny. No, no chairs. Yeah. And yeah, I'm going to, I'm not just going to put, I know, it, put I know it, how, I'm going to put it back under the ring. <laughs> yeah. I know how to break every foreign object in the WWE. <laughs> yeah. That I was, did. that was good. Just him looking <laughs> at the camera like, no tables. No tables. And then neatly, let's tidy this up. <laughs> and then Roman puts back I know back how to up. unscrew these monitors. So they <laughs> break them down to their individual parts. And then Roman puts back out the table and he just smashes it with both his hands. Like, no, no table. That's, that, all that was good. Yeah. And then that Roman also, like, there were so many uh, Roman so tough moments, but they weren't. They felt more earned because yeah, he they, got thrown through two tables. Like, well, and he mm-hmm. didn't, they didn't feel bad in the way Cena just like pops up, yeah. oh, pop up, hey, hey, boom, done. Yeah. They didn't feel like that. Like when he got up from the choke slam, he stood up at nine and was like on both his feet for two seconds and yeah. then fell back down, which yeah. technically breaks the count, but yeah. it wasn't him just like then jumping back right. into the ring. And full stamina. I've never yeah. been injured in my life. What are you yeah. talking about? Mm-hmm. So I like that. And and, and yeah. that ending buildup was pretty great. Like I don't like yeah. last man standing matches generally because it is half the match will be moves and then half the match will be one or two people laying down while referee counts. <laughs> yeah. But this was like a, a pretty great build up from yeah. the barricade to through the table to the table literally pushed the- over on its <laughs> small end onto Big Show. Like Big Show has lost a last man standing match with the announced table being pushed over him, but it was like the over long wise, not mm. not top wise. Yeah. I also like Roman uh, standing on it, like yeah. and counting along yeah. with the guy. That was good. Yeah, I starting to I'm starting to yeah. warm up to this guy Roman Reigns so, just a little bit. If if Big Show can like lodge a I want a rematch complaint, you shouldn't be able to stand on your opponent to get a last man standing victory. <laughs> like when when they were in the ring. If Roman stood on him, the referee would be like, "No, get off! I have to start the co- the count over." Yeah, you're yeah. interfering. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm well. The last year, 
like Cena won that one against Bray Wyatt, the last man standing match by dropping that giant box on him and then just standing on top of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, See, now they got to go back and wreck on that one too. Yeah. Well, it's a slippery slope, man. But it's for something I thought was going to be the worst match of the year. Yeah. (laughs) It was so much better. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. If nothing else, like multiple sources were like, oh, this is going to be the worst match of the year. But again, please no more of it. Like, yeah. Also do not, wear this out and on a high note yeah it also feels to me like when kane when i never want to see daniel bryan versus kane ever again but when they had that when they had that casket match on on smackdown i was like this was a good match and it is it ends with daniel bryan do daniel bryan doing the yes Mm -hmm. on top of the casket like standing on the casket i was like that's it. Like you can't get a bigger win than that. Was so that, please stop this. And was then, that after the Extreme Rules with the forklift and all? Oh that? no, no. This was like it was right before Rumble this year, and he did it. And I was, and then Kane was still attacking him. I was like, no, uh, you finished. <laughs> God. Speaking of Kane. All right. Well, and uh, actually, before that, that we have, uh, oh, that's right. I think it was after Roman versus oh, Big Show right. is uh, Bo Dallas coming out, oh, yeah. and then uh, Big Baby Wyback. <laughs> confronting him so it's always great to see Bo Dallas show up though why wasn't that just a match like just have a squash match don't just have a guy uh, come out and beat the crap out of I him. like that Bo Dallas is still being somewhat protected like so he someone he, he came back and got uh death dropped by Sting the mm-hmm. night after Wrestlemania then getting got punched by Sting is yeah. a big deal then, then got punched by Roman Reigns last week mm-hmm. and I mean, this is a little bit of a downgrade, getting shell-shocked and beaten up by Ryback. But still, he didn't get pinned. That makes me think that that WWE has... They know that they have, like, the biggest shit heel. Mm -hmm. We'll we'll find a way to really deeply hurt everybody in the arena (laughs) within 45 seconds of starting his interview, talking about how Chicago was smelly. (laughs) You're the first city in not taking a shower. I also, I loved his line where you think he's going to say like, and so all you have to do is shut up so you can hear me talk and always believe. Like, that was, it was funny. I, I, I am still a believer. I wouldn't leave him if I tried. Yeah. I, I did. I did like your guys' the new painting of uh, Ryback as a big hungry baby. Yeah, it's like baby fetishist with his. That, he comes out. That thing is a bib. Yeah, like it, it looks like an over shirt that doesn't fit, and then his thing feed me more. He's just hungry. He just he's hungry and he's cranky and he's peeing his diaper and just like it's just such a weird. <laughs> And he just looks like like yeah. a, an eight year old's drawing a superhero. Yeah, I don't know some huge muscle bound dude in <laughs> hyper color outfit. Like, uh. all right, so now let's move on to the main event: the steel cage match with the RKO band and Kane as a gatekeeper for the WWE Championship. So then they ended up having two RKOs in the match. So RKOs were not like unilaterally the, banned. It was the just announcers one were could, well. Yeah. The the we were all confused on that point, as were the announcers. Yeah. Because before they went into the match, they like they didn't say Randy Orton can't do an RKO. Yeah. The words Seth Rollins said were the RKO is banned. Yeah. Meaning no, which I choose to read. I may not be a fancy uptown yeah. lawyer, <laughs> but I choose to read that to mean nobody can do an RKO in the match. Yeah, I mean it's kind of moot because either way, like, also a cage match is no DQ, so who cares? Like yeah. you'd be like, oh, did I get disqualified? 
for doing RKL, well, who f- is yeah. not disqualified. Yeah. But it's also like, I mean, yeah. if uh, Orton did it first anyway. Yeah. So he did it to Kane, though. Yeah, but it's like, who it's isn't an technically in the match? Yeah. So. And, and yeah, that's like the whole thing about Steel Cage matches, which is the announcers and everyone who's talking about the match will be like, well, it's a cage match. Randy Orton made it, so nobody in the authority can interfere. And literally everybody who was available from the authority <laughs> yeah. was inside of the cage at the end of the match. <sighs> well, that's how it's not. And, and even with the whole like literally every cage match ever though. Yeah, it's anyone who can get in yeah. will get in. Yeah. Like uh, last last year was Bray Wyatt against John Cena, yeah. and uh, Luke Harper and Eric Rowan were in the cage, and it wasn't. He didn't get in the cage, but then there was that little boy singing outside of the right. cage that scared John oh Cena so much God. that he lost. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's that afraid of having children. Yeah. He's like, I want to have children. <laughs> well, that, that is a plot line on Total Divas. That, yeah. that John Cena, despite his love of children, he doesn't want to have children. Yeah. Well, uh-huh. Daniel Bryan doesn't want to have them either. That's why yeah. he pulls out. That's that was also discussed in Total God. Divas at one point. <laughs> Daniel Bryan used to pull out methods. We know. Jesus Christ. We don't know what Ziggler's <laughs> preferred method is. <laughs> Meat lovers stuff. Yeah. Well, he. Yeah. This crust's got to get stuff somehow. Oh. I, think, I think he. Uh, I think he does it in the arse. Oh arms. goodness. That's, it. Oh. That's his preferred. Oh goodness. Uh, oh, man. So this match was good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this one actually kind of bored me a little. Like there were some great like feats of strength, I guess. Yeah. Like I mean, with a suplex or whatever off the top. Like that was cool. But I mean, and I like when Seth was hanging by his feet outside. Yeah. That was yeah. a cool visual. Yeah. yeah. But, like the unfortunate thing is RKO is intentionally banned, mm-hmm. and there's apparently this ban for the curb stomp because somebody somebody at WWE finally googled curb stomp. Gurgled Coops up. <laughs> yeah. Googled Curb Stomp, found out, oh, that's a bad thing that happened in this movie? Yeah. Uh, and in real life. And in real like, life, too. But those are the like the two most interesting things. The, the most mm-hmm. interesting thing to come out of WrestleMania yeah, was yeah. a Curb Stomp that was reversed into an RKO. Yeah. And then... And the main event, the last move done at WrestleMania was the Curb Stomp into a pinfall. Yeah, like, so yeah. let's not have either of those in the match. Maybe decide that before WrestleMania. But it's, it's, it's so weird. Well, like uh, when he was doing, turns the curbs, out people got hit with baseball bats too. Yeah. Well, it also kind of calls into question the whole thing of like, oh, this curb stomp thing makes us look bad. Well, what's Just name uh, is something what, different? When they showed Shane's move, when they, not Shane, when they showed Seth's move, his new finisher. It's just a DDT, which is like, well, it still drops someone on his head. Like, but it's like a weird DDT. Yeah, it's. Yeah. I don't like it. Honestly, like it was, he it was ugly. Well, if he if he was a bad if he was a good guy, he could just do his Phoenix Splash every once in a while as a yeah. finisher too. Yeah. But that turnbuckle power bomb could totally be a finisher. But it's just a signature. But like the Isn't curb, the last ride, the curb stop is such a no. He would do it. The the it's it's a turnbuckle power bomb across the ring. He holds oh, it in right, power right, bomb right. position, yeah, runs yeah, across yeah. the ring, and throws him in the other turnbuckle. Yeah. yeah the curb stop was just so cool, and like. When it was first introduced and they were calling it that, I, w- I was among the people like, thinking, don't they know yeah. what that means? Don't call it that. Yeah, can't they just rename it? Like, can't they call it the architect or something? Yeah. Like- I've also heard people are kind of worried uh, that that it might have to do with like two or three ex-wrestlers are suing uh, WWE for s- concussion stuff. Which honestly, like the the, yeah. the case isn't so strong, doesn't seem all that strong. But 
it could be they're just trying to protect themselves. But it is a slippery slope to be like, yeah. oh, this move is too harmful yeah. if somebody did it. You kind of have a, you have lots of other moves. Yeah. Kids can do lots of the moves that are on the show. Yeah. Like, yeah, and there's so many things that are like the main point of contact is the head. Yeah. And even something like uh, Bad News Barrett's elbow to the head. Yeah. It's so light or it's yeah. like mm-hmm. it's protected enough. Sheamus's kick to the head. Well, are you gonna, a like, super are you gonna, kick. Uh, yeah. Or like of their new megastar, the mm. the Superman punch. Like yeah. how many kids, like if I were 10, I'd, ooh, yeah. I I would try it out on at least yeah. like a punching bag or something. Like, but now yeah. it's all doing it to the shoulder and everything will be all right. Uh, I, yeah. I hope I hope this is just a temporary yeah, don't do probably. the curb stomp anymore because it, it's a really cool move. Save it for SummerSlam. Yeah. See the the mark of a good finisher is one you can do to anybody. Yeah, and that's one of those. Like, and set it up at any point. Yeah, and that's why. Yeah, you know, when a stunner comes out, everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> same same with the rock bottom. Yeah, like pedigree, all that stuff. Pedigree Show. takes a little bit of setup, but oh, oh actually, it does take. As like we saw, diamond cutter and RKO, mm-hmm. which I guess is the same thing. Like those are both, mm-hmm. but those are both an ace crusher anyway, yeah. which was the original name for it, as invented by John Laurinaitis, aka Johnny Ace. <laughs> All right. Who? Who? What? All right, so that'll do it for the recap portion of this episode. Uh, we'll be back with some audio fun and other cool things. Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling will return after these messages. Hey, welcome to the Break for Cheap podcast, episode number 47. This is Dave, and I'm here to uh, talk a little bit about the Raw that followed Extreme Rules, the start of the King of the Ring tournament, which kind of exposed the WWE's very structured booking. Uh, you knew when a face won one quarterfinal match that the heel would win the next match. There was also the announcement of the main event for Payback, which is a triple threat match done with the very stupid WWE app vote where, of course, they're going to vote for a triple threat match over a singles match. Why not just make it that way? They reveal that Bray Wyatt was going after Ryback, which was kind of a waste of a month. You know, if you're going to if you're gonna have cryptic promos, you know, it should have led to something bigger. I thought that Randy Orton would have been a, a fine choice for, uh, for Bray Wyatt to go up against next. Um, the other major thing was Damian Sandow coming out and having a bit of a heartfelt promo and then just kind of reverting to uh, being the copycat again. I hope they can find something that works for him because he's in this weird place where he started out as a holier-than-thou kind of person and now he's trying to be a person of the people. And, you know, this first one was kind of a... In baseball parlance, it was a single. It was a decent hit, but not, it didn't knock it out of the park. I'll have more of the King of the Ring on an upcoming episode of She Popcast, uh, hopefully fewer than two weeks away. Um, I think either Neville or Bad News Bear would make a, a decent king. They both kind of need a, a better push and not to be uh, every week's loser, especially the case with... Uh, with Wade Barrett. With Raw out of the way, let me just tell you a couple things that you should be uh, keeping an eye out for 
Henry mentions the commentaries he has on Bandcamp at the end of the episode at lasertime.bandcamp.com. Uh, I was on them and had a lot of fun with them. So, you know, if you want to have uh, some friends by your side as you recount the ways up to uh, Avengers 2, that's a good way to support Henry and to and uh, have some laughs while you read it. Of course, we have hours and hours of, of free stuff. All of our podcasts, Laser Time, about uh, sort of flashes in the pan, uh, momentary phenomenons like Avatar and Cabbage Patch Kids and uh, Jeremy Lin of the New York Knicks. Uh, there's also Cape Crisis, Henry's uh, weekly comic book podcast. I'm sure that there'll be an Avengers review on that show somewhat soon. Video Game Apocalypse, uh, Michael's weekly video game show. I'm looking forward to hearing uh, what they have to say about the Konami craziness. Uh, VG Empire, speaking of Konami craziness, I was recently on a Suikoden episode, a Vectorman episode, uh, and of course Cheap Popcast. You know, you're listening to it right now. Subscribe, rate and review on iTunes if you haven't. Helps us keep visible. I'm going to try to increase the output of this show even more, so the more support I get, the better it uh, will do on iTunes and better visibility. All that jazz. The Laser Time store, you can buy t-shirts for all the aforementioned shows. There's the donate button. Helps us stay afloat. If you uh, don't want to give us money directly, please just click on any link anywhere on the Laser Time website. Uh, most of them are on the right-hand side of the page. There's also, if you at the bottom of uh, the article for this episode of Cheap Popcast, uh, there's also a weekly roundup of new Amazon products. You don't have to buy anything from any link. Just click on it. It'll bring you to Amazon.com and from there you can just search and purchase whatever you want and that money will go back to us. And uh, every every little bit helps and we appreciate every little bit. One more thing, weekly streams. On every Tuesday I've been doing streams with Chris. I believe this week we're doing PT. Demo's being taken down so we're going to give it a good send-off. Uh, possibly some Avengers games will be in the mix with that movie coming out this week. In America, at least. Uh, if you want to be kept up to date on all of our streams, just subscribe at twitch.tv slash laser time and uh, to see archives of all of those as well as other uh, neat little videos that uh, Chris and Tony make. It's uh, That's at youtube.com slash laser time network. Got it. And of course, Twitter and Facebook, all that stuff. Uh, this one was a little bit long, but uh, there was a lot to talk about on Raw. I'll let you get back to the rest of this episode. Now back to Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling. American males, American males, American males, American males, American males, American males, American males. When you say that I'm coming, better run for cover. Girls, you don't need a weekend lover. Uh, welcome back to Cheap Podcast. <laughs> that was uh, the American Males 
theme from WCW. Whose choice was that? Wait, that was mine. That That's was a real mine. song? That is. Uh, that was a real song. Well, didn't you you remember hearing it at uh, Hoodslam? Hoodslam. Yeah. I thought I was like, oh, that's funny. Yeah. That's now, a funny parody of I'm a Real American. Well, when that was used was a, a joke on them. It was a joke from the band on the MC uh, uh, Bro that mm-hmm. he that they said, okay, we're going to play, because it was July 4th, they're like, okay, we'll play Real American Males, American males. He <laughs> was like, "God damn it, you guys! You played." Yeah, I also played the Top Gun anthem though, so yeah, uh, that was pretty great. But yeah, American Males was the theme song of uh, short-lived tag team American Males, Scotty Riggs and Marcus Bagwell. Wow, who he was found as a male stripper. Yeah. They're like they're like, oh, this guy is a well, I guess a stripper, a male stripper. That's a dumb. And, that, and for, but... their gimmick was basically Chippendales dancers, yeah. hot guys, hot guys. Uh, color. pants and uh, sh- uh, 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 suspenders. Suspenders, yes. Suspenders. So I'm never. I don't wear suspenders. I. It's not a part of my. Uh, I just like. I was like. He's just the gesture you're making. I'm like. Uh, I don't know. Oh, suspenders. Yeah. Well, it's, and then their their career trajectories were weird because like, Buff just he turned into Buff Bagwell, who is just the biggest dirtbag in the world. Well, meanwhile, Scotty Riggs turned into like. I guess a gutter punk with yeah, Raven yeah. in the flock. Like, oh, that's what he yeah. turned into. But Like two best friends that grew way apart. <laughs> After high school, they just went so different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, like Buff Bagwell now is currently, like, he's a, currently a gigolo. Like a, like a famous online gigolo. Like, yeah, I operate yeah. out of Las Vegas. You can hire me. I think he was on a reality show about mm-hmm. uh, gigolos. Well, he says he's women only, too. But I bet for yeah. the right amount of money. <laughs> uh, we, I would we, not spend that money. We've got a Kickstarter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> get started. Have, have I wonder how good we get. If people gave that money to potato salad, I feel like if, yeah. we, were, if we were ironic enough, we could get it. Um, anyway, that was my pick. I really love that American Male song. It's so bad, like, but I love it. It's that's pretty good. So, so this was inspired by the Laser Time episode last month, which is uh, based on the long-running Laser Time series of shame song episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Every month I do the predictions contests, and even the people who don't win, I'll check out whatever YouTube video they put in the comments, and a lot of times it's like, yeah, wrestling themes are really terrible most of the time. Yeah. Uh, we should celebrate it, and that's what this segment is, is about. They are mostly all, I'm at a truck stop strip club. Yep. Oh, yeah, when you said, <laughs> I was trying to figure out what my favorite was, and like, <laughs> Brett was like, yeah, they're all just like walking into a truck stop strip yep. club, and I'm like, wow, I, <laughs> I say this so having, accurate. I say this having been in more than one. So, <laughs> like, a, a, just going down the interstate, uh, Tennessee, Kentucky, Florida, it's all the same kind of music. <laughs> that and girls, girls, girls. Uh, no, all right. No, that's a standard. <laughs> all right. So, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll uh, take one from your list, Brett. This is probably a little bit different than tr- than a truck stop. Yes, this will be very line. different. Yeah. I don't even remember the beginning of it. Wow. This is very PS1. Oh, they're all, yeah. All, that's the thing is WCW's intros Whoa. are super PS1, like, select your car. <laughs> uh, this is Alex Wright. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, he's usually, Right now, he's coming down in, in his trunks, and yeah. he's dancing, showing off his abs. Yeah. 
Being I forget. A, I don't know how to do his dance, but it's like yeah, a, basically this. arching your elbows behind your neck. Yeah. Well, it's this, yeah. but also like he's looking down at his yeah. feet as he yeah. arches his. It's oh. a, It was just. I don't know. I was. This is the kind of music that was inescapable around 96, yeah. 97. So well, when like, he would come out, I'm like, that's the kind of stuff I like. <laughs> but it's really. This is. This is like. Not even good enough to be in the wipeout games. Yeah. Well, I liked his like, Euro trash gimmick. Like, yeah. That was, I mean, it was another of the classic gimmicks of, oh, you're German? Well, then let's prey upon that. Like, let's, <laughs> let's use that to our advantage. But him and Disco Inferno would come out all the time yes. and wrestle together. And I also go like Disco Inferno's theme. Yeah. For this they race. just loved, they just were, they united over their love of dance. It's so <laughs> like, we both love to dance to the ring. And yeah, I, oh, Alex, right. I liked him better. <laughs> I liked him like this instead of uh, his dark trench coat wearing dude he yeah. later became. He like, would look, I don't even remember that, but when you say that, I just picture Wesker. Eh, yeah. Kind of, except he dyed his hair black and grew oh, goatee. Okay. But basically, Wesker, though, he had the, see, he had the poor timing of planning his, uh, one of his first appearances. Not, not, uh, he planned it before, and the, about a week before he would have premiered. Columbine happened, Ooh, and so yeah. then having an angry, dark guy in a trench coat who dressed yeah. like a Matrix character—not yeah. so cool. <laughs> that was uh, four twenty, nineteen ninety nine. Oh, geez, wow! We just had another sixteenth an- anniversary of it. Mm. Fun, uh, right? <laughs> I didn't like many. I was when we were looking up uh, when I was looking up other themes. Mm. I couldn't pick any late era WCW themes because they were all just like. The ones I even remembered were just knockoffs. Like, Self High Five, I think, is a lame theme (laughs) song, but it also, it sounds okay because it's just a Nirvana ripoff. Like, they just ripped off I can't believe they didn't get sued for that, but... Yeah, I think, like, WCW themes can be divided into two camps where it's either a ripoff of something that was a pop theme before or a previous WWF wrestler's theme. Or it's something like towards the end of WCW where it's like, oh, this is a free yeah. on a whatever. Real uh, audio. Yeah. The photos.com equivalent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Getty free audio <laughs> songs. Uh, okay, we'll pay $8 and that's Harlem Heat's theme song. <laughs> now they actually, no, I liked Harlem Heat's theme song. But it was, it was, that was in an episode of Kids in the Hall. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. That was just free music, but it was a great song. Which makes me wonder about the other one I picked, but we can get to it. Uh, whatever. Well, we'll move on to uh, a choice of mine, which is yeah. also from WCW era, and also something I've heard outside of WCW. So probably not owned in any actual way by WCW. This is the ESPN Extreme Racing yeah. skateboard <laughs> game. <laughs> Welcome to the X Games, nineteen ninety-seven. Can this anyone is, guess this? this is so Red Book Audio, man. Like, oh, this is great. I, I, have, not, no, I, I have no idea. Uh, the band, uh, no, Chronic? No. So uh, this probably would have debuted the week after Nitro debuted. Mm. Luger, oh. Luger? Yeah. Wow. When Lex Luger shocked the world by showing up <laughs> in a mall of America. <laughs> mall of America. Sports <laughs> entertainment was changed forever. Standing in front of the uh, Build-A-Bear workshop, <laughs> Lex Luger shocked the world. You could Ugh. smell Cinnabon wafting from down Yeah, <laughs> that's such I, a lame... I just love how it's just so, like, this is music to, like, flex your muscles. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
Oh, look at that. He's like noodling guitar while you're just like, look at my biceps. Does want to wash a car behind me while I do this? (laughs) (laughs) An expensive car. Yeah. But I also associate that with like, uh, you know, Lex Luger didn't have like the very best career, but I remember one of the big things was he was the first person to beat Hulk Hogan after Hulk Hogan won the WCW title in the NWO and would just like cheat to win every time. And Luger finally won on some random Nitro. Nitro! He won on a Nitro, but, like, he genuinely won. Then he lost the next week on pay-per-view. Yep. But it was just like, this is great. Like, this is what, like, Lex Luger didn't really get this when he was in WWF. Like, he kind of was the dud there. People thought he was going to be, like, the next Hulk Hogan, but he wasn't. He's kind of the Roman Reigns of his day. Yeah, kind of. But he never pushed over a uh, table on anyone. But... Yeah, I don't know. I just like that theme. It's just it's pretty, it, it doesn't hide. It doesn't have any pretenses. Yeah, it's yeah. just a three minutes of like Joe Satriani. Like that's great. Gonna, no, mm, I, uh, I like go nuts on this guitar. Yeah. If it if that was in a game I, on PS One, I probably would have put it into VG Empire by now. <laughs> uh, all right. Brett so, sees all music through the lens of a video game. I mean, so. that is video, like that. The same uh, people who yeah. wrote all the PS One music. It's the same like yeah. talent pool. I'm sure. Well, also probably the same like computerized. Music. Yeah. Well, it, like, sounds, it also sounds like stuff Tommy Tallarico did for yeah. like you know Terminator or the, some of the Sega CD <laughs> versions or PS One versions of the game. Anyway. All right. So to close out the WCW section, uh-huh. uh, we've got another pick from you, Brett. Yeah, this is something I heard elsewhere too, and it's sad because of the, yeah, the person attached to it. Ooh. A shame song because of the person attached to it. Yeah, those, those synth claps. That's so good. <laughs> A little moment to mug for the camera. Well, this guy I've got some cowbell the here, and then uh, the song has already looped and. <laughs> We're back to <laughs> wow. So it's uh, it's listed as three minutes and twenty three oh, seconds. It's long. not. It's not. Uh, <laughs> so I also that is Chris Benoit's WCW yeah. theme. Uh, Maybe that's what drove him crazy. Mm. My it theme is twenty seconds. That long? Of the, that of the flying headbutts for ten uh, years. Yeah, that also one, probably one of those twenty years. But yeah, it feels at least it uh, it feels as nondescript as his character was in yeah. WCW as well. Yeah. Like he. But uh, I heard also, which is why I think this was some boilerplate like order from a vending machine song. Uh, this was in a commercial for Melrose Place, <laughs> and somewhere, somewhere, I have a VHS yeah. where I was recording things off TV, I, and I just had like a bunch of tapes all through high school that was just like random thing that I thought was funny or interesting, and I would record it, mm-hmm. and it was just almost always at the ready. And because I was into WCW at the time, that commercial. I was probably watching one of those hour block of Simpson reruns, and it's like nine and nine, Milrose Place, and that song kept playing. I'm like, next time that comes on, I'm recording it because I just can't believe that Benoit's theme <laughs> is playing over Milrose. And I'm sure I have that commercial somewhere. But uh, yeah, given that there's no overlap, it's Fox and Turner, and yeah. like the, that's probably just some freebie song yeah. somewhere. Just out of the library, yeah. Uh, all right, so let's move on to uh, WWE themes, and uh, here. Uh, this is your choice, Carolyn. Oh, yes. Oh, boy. <laughs> God damn it. Like, 
Who's the one person who shouldn't be singing his own theme song? It's the guy who, like, literally has always talked like a uh, grizzled prospect. Well, you know. Uh, when I wrote my own theme song, I know. This. But it's so close to a Stan Bush Transformers movie song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh man, the guitar. Well, and I like that he I've kept... got the touch, touch. <laughs> well, so, and he switched to the DX theme, you know, in the late 90s, but then when he came back, he's like, nope, it's the HPK theme. Like, and he still, when he comes out to this day, this song plays, and you're like, uh, nobody listened to this too close. <laughs> but Carol, you, you why, sang why this 20 this years ago. Okay, yeah, I like this song because it's like, uh, so everyone has, uh, like, self-image issues sometimes, and you gotta pump yourself up sometimes to make yourself feel good about how you look, and I feel like this Damn. is kind of like the eye of the tiger of looking Damn. good, where I, I can just, like, hear this song in my head where I'm, like, looking in the mirror and being like, yeah, I do look good. <laughs> I should go out tonight. Like, <laughs> you know, so... It's just a, it's I just like a feel that. good like trying yeah. to get yourself pumped up to be like yeah someone's gonna <laughs> yeah. like the way this looks uh, <laughs> or you know what I mean like, I know what you mean we all, yeah. that's the guitar solo if you don't mind me saying is right out of yeah. Toshinden too am I right <laughs> <laughs> sexy uh, uh, well and it it gets into his great narcissism gimmick yeah, he had when he first it. started out just however like, not yeah. to be confused with the narcissist Lex Luger Lex uh, yeah, there's two things I really like about this. One, that Shawn Michaels never got too Christian in that he would be <laughs> like, uh, I don't want to say sexy. That's that's not nice. Uh, and I, well, it's I, okay if a dude is saying it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I've, I've heard there's, there's, there's a rumor that he uh, kept uh, Sherry's lyrics in there. Like, she's saying, the one saying, he's a sexy boy, yeah. all that. So that she would still get residuals, which I'm not. I don't know if that's actually. That'd true. be nice if it's true because she needed that. Like she, yeah. uh, poor sensational Sherry is no longer with us. Yeah. But uh, that yeah, she was, she was integral to the character uh, early on of Sean. Like she teamed up with him, and they, they had this kind of neat dynamic of just like, she was the. It was a cougar before we yeah. had the word for it but it was just her latching on to a younger man and they had a nice dynamic prob- yeah felt like she taught a lot of things to Sean I, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but have you watched Wrestlemania 9 recently because she oh man of she, course she sings that's his theme true. song it, really when I watched it it was so weird like she sings the whole thing but huh. but instead of saying I'm a sexy boy she's saying he's a sexy boy and it's still all about Sean she's just talking about how much he likes Sean well uh, that's the trajectory for Daniel Bryan to go away for four years uh, (laughs) uh, don't say these things Uh, well how old was how old was HBK when he came back uh 38 late 30s that's about right then well look if if Daniel Bryan would have to go away for four years to come back and stay for six years straight maybe that is worth it maybe but and I just that or die in the ring on live TV. Which would you rather have? Well, I like him risking his life for my fun. (laughs) What if he just had like the best year ever and then died in the ring, Mm. or comes back and uh, like just has like some middling? Well, I have to say the the great moments of Eddie Guerrero and Chris Mm. Benoit that they had while Mm. on borrowed time may have been great, but both are much. Those moments are much darker because of their deaths. So, so he should take four years off. Yeah, or you know, a year and see where you're at. Just get the surgery, Daniel Bryan. <laughs> quit getting, quit doing the osteopath stuff. <laughs> rubbing, it, like, just get surgery. Man. Rubbing tea leaves on your neck yeah. ain't gonna solve it, man. <laughs> I tried. I don't want to sound like one of those people who hates alternative medicine. Like, but dude, 
get the surgery, man. <laughs> like. All right, so Shawn Michaels' theme leads into one of your picks. Yeah, Henry. my pick. It's a side thing to the HBK theme. It is. Uh, well, just play it. What does he mean by that? Sherry singing with you. Yes. So that's how I knew that, that Kurt... All right, so during Kurt Angle's <laughs> um, rivalry with Shawn Michaels around WrestleMania 20, uh, 22 or something. Yeah. But uh, so Kurt Angle was saying, you're not Mr. WrestleMania. I am, and I can perform way better than you. I can even be you better than you. And like mm. he comes to the ring wearing the ashless chaps right. <laughs> and and the cut-off shirt that, that Shawn wore. Right. And he's like... Now I'm going to call out a special lady, Sensational Sherry, and she comes out looking all right. And uh, and then he says, a lot of people don't know, that's you at the start of the thing singing, oh, Sean, and, <laughs> but my song would be way better, and I want you to help me sing it. And uh, it's, I just love Kurt Angle's comedy. He is, like, so goddamn funny, which is weird because he's one of, like, the most legit tough guys they ever had in WWE. Yeah. Yet he also had the best, one of the best senses of humor. Mm. Like, just that say, I got the moves that make them all <laughs> tap out. I'm just a sexy Kurt. I'll make your ankle hurt. <laughs> oh, so funny. Uh, so I feel like this could probably anchor its own WWE shame songs, but I, I did choose one song from the modern era. This this wrestler wasn't that popular and wasn't that successful, so it might not be that well known, but it is very new metally. Ooh. these songs he dreams broken dreams yeah. it's drew mcintyre how did oh. you know <laughs> what? Uh, uh he <laughs> was one he was one of three mp that was basically uh. yeah that was his modern contribution but he was uh he was a for a while he was vince mcmahon's chosen one so it was like vince mcmahon signed this guy he's gonna he never loses and anytime he loses it's uh it's stricken from the record so he's undefeated and it was just like yeah, and then he went it. nowhere and now yeah. just wrestles in his native country again. Yeah. But uh, that music, I mean, they, so there my, are worst ones. Like, it, that is like the pro, like, it just sounds like indiscernible from like dozens of bands from like 2001 yeah. to 2005. Yeah. Like the, when that sound was like really big, or even into like 2006. Yeah. Mm. It was just so but it's many, like, like yeah. it, it's like Chevelle and Cold yeah. and like. 
that's the know. flavor WWE wants. Like yeah. they want all that. They, they want uniformity like that. But yeah, like a song of that tempo, mm. it works for somebody like Randy Orton who's like earned it. Whereas mm. like Drew McIntyre, this was his song when he first debuted, and it's like. You're this new guy, and you're slowly sauntering to the ring. We no, yeah, you've got to get to the ring super fast and have yeah. something high tempo and uh, something that well, people I mean, can vo- like. Voices is a terrible song. Yeah. We've just gotten used to it. Yeah, like <laughs> at least when you hear that, you're like, okay, he's coming out, and that means exciting things. Yeah. On top of our shame song bit, I am bringing something back from last episode. Fuck Mary Kill. Oh, yeah. boy. This All time right. I'm a little bit more prepared. Uh, I, I was finally able to get uh, WWE 2K15 working on my uh, Xbox One. So I used that to randomize groups of three wrestlers. <laughs> oh, for each of us. Huh? So what I've yeah. done is I've, I've, pick, I've made five groups of wrestlers. Uh, each of you will pick a number between one and five. I will read from that group. Super random. I, All yeah. right. Okay. And, uh, yeah, to add to the randomization, three of the five are three dudes. Uh, one is two dudes and a diva, and one is two dudes and a manager. So, uh, look, okay. I, I was a very sexless sign- manager. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, uh, who's Brett, we'll start with you. No. Group one through five. Three. Three. All right. Our truth uh-huh. Cody Rhodes. Oh, man. And oh, wow. This is WW2K15, so he's not Stardust yet. Right, he's not Stardust. Oh, wait, and- they're not the same person. Yeah, they're not. Well, he transforms into. No. He ascends. Nope, nope, nope. Stardust disavows any knowledge of uh, Cody, Ro- Cody yeah. Rhodes. All right, all right. And Titus O'Neil. Oh, man. Mm. Cody Rhodes. I think I have to marry Cody. Oh, yeah. Because he's a cool dude. And that's mm-hmm. going to. He's a good husband I, I like, to uh, the yeah. ring announcer. I feel like I yeah. need I feel like yeah. that's going to last. Um, I don't want to kill either one of them. <laughs> Two. Okay, so. I'm sorry, Titus. I have to kill him Aww. and fuck our truth. Ah. That seems fair. <laughs> because two reasons: one, Titus is too tall. <laughs> that is that is too intimidating. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> the other one is: I think our truth is older. Yeah. And he, I think he's like older than me. Yeah. For some reason, that oh, makes definitely. it okay. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. See, I would have picked Titus to marry because he's he's actually a pretty good father. Like, he's, yeah, he's being nominated for Father of the Year, right? Oh, really? Or something? So, yeah, you guys could adopt him. Well, he's, he's you know they're orphans now. But so. you also got to think about to me the <laughs> marry the marry bitch. choice is just who do you want to fuck more than once? Like, <laughs> yeah, I guess. So, yeah. <laughs> but a nice, lovingly. Uh, well, though, yeah. also you know I had to pick Cody too because he's a real geek, and I was like, we have a lot in common. Yeah, we could, yeah, yeah. All yeah. right, but, all right. Carolyn. Okay, I'm gonna go four because that's Sailor Jupiter's. Uh, oh symbol. yeah, that's a good mm. point. Uh, yeah. Uh, so we got Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Look, kill, 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 kill. I don't care who the other people are. That is a definite kill. Uh, Wait, let's see. <laughs> would it have helped if it was Hulk Hogan? At least the it, red is it it might, it might, it might. Uh, nope. Well, the other two will probably seal it for you. Daniel Bryan Ooh. and Naomi. Ooh. Okay, so okay, that's the easy one. Actually, this is super easy. Definitely kill Hollywood Hulk Hogan <laughs> for sure. Yeah. I would fuck Naomi. She mm. seems very athletic and physical. Mm. Um, and then marry <laughs> Daniel Bryan because I think he just seems like a cool like yeah he'd dude. be cool to chill with. 
Yeah. He's like growing uh, like his own produce in his backyard. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, he does live a vegan lifestyle. Yeah, ever nice, since ever nice. since I've uh, been able to wrestle because my fans pressured me into too many matches while my <laughs> neck was hurting. Uh, I mean, my leg never, I, my right arm never can't lift anything anymore. Now but, my uh, neck is connected directly to my right arm. Yeah, that was a super easy one. Yeah, I feel like I got yeah. up easy. <laughs> All right. So you um, got one, two, or five? Five. All right. You've got a Connor. From the Ascension. He's mm. in the new DLC pack. Yeah. <laughs> Is that the tall or the short one? He's the tall one. Okay. Uh, Brock Lesnar. And the manager, previously mentioned on this episode, Sensational Sherry. Boy, oof, boy, that is a messy one. I guess what what era is Sensational <laughs> yeah. Sherry? It's uh, the... Uh, Queen Sherry? Yeah, Queen Sherry. Okay, that's a pretty good era of Sherry. <laughs> Um, well, boy, this is tough. <laughs> I mean, I'll definitely have a lot of money with Brock Lesnar, but I also think he'd tear me apart. <laughs> but he's, he only appears how many times he three or yeah. four? <laughs> well, no, then he's always at home with me. Like, oh, right. In Montana or Wisconsin? Wisconsin and, or Canada. Um, all right. Uh, well, I'd put Connor out of his misery, I think. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I... I would F Brock and marry Sherry, mainly because <laughs> Sherry's life ended with a lot of um, uh, drug addiction and drug and, and addiction issues, and I'd I'd want to help her. Like if I was if I was her husband, maybe I could maybe I could support her and prevent that from happening. All right, and also clearly she's a great manager, so she'd help yeah. me fix up my life, and I'd be as successful <laughs> as Randy Savage, yeah. and yeah. yeah, and also be dead. Yeah, but he didn't die because of That's uh, mismanagement. It was yeah. just uh, <laughs> not like so many other wrestlers. Uh, do you think that? Do you think that I that instead I'd become a user with her and like that I'd fall to addiction? That should be a dominant like, personality. Yeah, you're probably right. Mm. But, but still, I don't. I I think I can only take one night of Brock. <laughs> All right, so there's uh, two groups left for me uh, between the three of you. Uh, there's group one and group two. Who votes group one? One. Oh, I would vote two because it's the poop member. Uh, two. Okay. All, right. All right. I gotta go with that logic. Uh, so my choices are Justin Gabriel. Remember, mm-hmm. this was yeah. this roster was put together. I like his skeleton year. pants. Uh, Cesaro Gabriel. and Shawn Michaels. Oh, I wish yeah. I had that. Yeah. Uh, Justin Gabriel. I don't even know who that is. He was a, a member of the Nexus, a somewhat yeah. handsome guy. He was basically Neville before Neville. Yeah, uh, except not but, as good at jumping. Yeah. Um, let's uh, see. Well, he's dead. I think I'm. I would. Yeah, I would. I would kill Justin Gabriel just because, uh, you know, look you got to you got to make room for room for Neville. Look he's at the just. Uh, <laughs> he just didn't have it. <laughs> um, let's see. I will. I will fuck Cesaro because he's. <laughs> Can do crazy things, <laughs> uh, and who knows if I want to have that more than once. Mm-hmm. And then, um, <laughs> H- and then I marry HBK because just settle down with a nice Christian man yeah. and have a, a, a loving, uh, go, go have, a, have a have a have a very large family because go, we don't yeah. believe in protection. Uh, go fishing, host <laughs> yeah. an outdoor show. Yep. <laughs> And he and he'll retire before, like before he knows that he's going to injure true. himself too much. That's true. 
Yeah, man, I would totally marry Cesaro. That's yeah, yeah. I would have flipped those. Yeah, just all that. Yeah, just well, all that hunting stuff. I just wouldn't be into that with HPK either. Like, oh yeah. But what's the impetus? So it's just process of elimination that leads you to fucking HBK, or is there a specific re- like? Actually, you know what? Honestly, I'd have, I'd have done it with uh, ju- Gabriel. Yeah, like, I he's younger. The whole thing. Like HBK yeah. is kind of broken down. Like I feel like it'd be you know you wouldn't be getting him at his best. He'd just be going through the motions. If it was a one night stand, if it was just fuck you chose, like yeah. just be a one night stand, he'd be going through the motions. But he's Mister like, WrestleMania. He'll like when he knows it's time to bring it, he'll bring it. Yeah. Got you there. Now, like you, you imagine just how much road tail he picked up. Like <laughs> it's too. You'd be nothing to him. You'd All of these are in a vacuum, Henry. Come on, <laughs> come on. There's no baggage with these. Uh, so we'll save that 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 fifth one for another episode. <laughs> And uh, that'll do it for this episode of Cheap Popcast. Thank- we should ask the listeners. Oh, the, should, the I, last should I? One. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's a, a good, good idea. idea. <laughs> Participation, everyone. Yeah. In the comments below the article on lasertimepodcast.com. So the remaining group is Roman Reigns, Alberto Del Rio, and Jimmy Uso. <laughs> I don't know if he's the injured one or not. We can't get, we shouldn't give our answers to it because that no. could influence things. But. All right. Well, we'll save it for the next episode when we uh, will p- perhaps read a few of your uh, your choices for those three. Uh, but yeah, that'll do it. Thanks everybody for listening, rating, reviewing on iTunes, leaving comments, all that good stuff. Uh, you guys all have plugs you'd oh, like to impart on us? Certainly, I'll, I'll go first. Well, I mean, on behalf of Chris, uh, definitely Laser Time, the podcast on lasertimepodcast.com. So many fun things uh, we've been doing. We, um, I was just on one about primetime animation of the late 90s. That was great. Uh, and there was Shame Songs, uh, a recent Shame Songs one, which we've talked about earlier. Yeah. Give those a listen. we got a lot of other fun ones coming up. Uh, then also, there's Cape Crisis, my comic book podcast I do every week. And I may also add that uh, we just put up commentaries for Avengers and Iron Man 3 fan commentaries that we recorded. Go to lasertime.bandcamp.com and you can buy those. Listen along when you want. You were going to rewatch those movies anyway before yeah. the new Avengers film. Why not watch them with your bros, right? Lasertimebandcamp.com. Mm-hmm. Count. I have no plugs. Pass. VG Empire. Uh, VGEmpire.com video game music podcast. Uh, we recently did Suikoden episode. Mm-hmm. We did a Vandal Hearts episode and somehow a Vector Man episode. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and yeah, uh, the we- this week, um, the same week that this episode goes up from Cheap Popcast, we'll be doing a Monkey Ball episode, oh, nice. uh, which we had a lot of fun with. Yeah, that uh, was great. Um, yeah, I forgot how much I love the Monkey Ball music. So good. It's the same. Uh, I talk about F Zero GX all the time, and it's just a lot of the, lot of the same, same people. Folks. Oh, and Vigi Game Apocalypse. That was on last mm-hmm. week's episode, and uh, that's the video game dedicated podcast yep. hosted by Mikkel Raparez. And also Laser Time on uh, Twitch and YouTube. Yeah. We, uh, Henry and I, we both did Mario Kart as well as WW2K15. Oh, well, we tried to. Where the yeah, if you want to see how many different ways both WW2K15 and the Xbox One can shit themselves <laughs> in a 35 minute span, that's a stream for you. Mm-hmm. But yeah. we also do get some good wrestling discussion in there. Yeah, I would second the Laser Time YouTube channel. It's really awesome. I've yeah. really been enjoying the videos. Mm-hmm. Uh, so as we do every month, we close out with. The uh, the winner of the predictions contest. So for WrestleMania, it was Ann Patton. 
who had uh, six out of nine picks. Uh, I think of the laser timers who submitted, you won for WrestleMania. You had five out of nine. All right. Congratulations. Uh, but I have to actually also give Van Patten props. I was thinking about uh, shame songs for you know wrestlers, and then when I saw his, I was like, all oh, right, yes. I forgot that there are terrible new metal wrestling songs, and uh, uh, his choice was... Uh, Glass Breaks by Disturbed, which is Stone Cold Steve Austin's theme song. So uh, we'll play that out to close the episode. Thank you, Ann Patent, for suggesting that. If you guys want to joke on this at all, feel free. I didn't know this was by Disturbed. Yeah. I guess I never heard the lyrics. You've heard the lyric pre rewrite of it. They did it like in the 90s? No, this was like post. I think when he first turned heel, they had to like attitude up his uh-huh. theme song just a little bit more. Okay. So that's why it's. Uh, okay, that makes a little more bit, sense. Because yeah. I was like, I feel like they. He, I feel like his run predated Disturbed by. Like, oh, yeah. Two. Sounds like every Disturbed Ooh, song. Man. All right. Uh, thank you for listening.